Hey guys, welcome back. Commerce Kings episode amazing. We got Peng Jun on the call. I met this guy uh, at, a, at a, what was that? It was a Boise event, right? When the, with the Funnel Hacking Live. I've been following him for quite some time and I was like, I know him. And so I ran over. I was like, dude, you need to get on Commerce Kings. He's like, okay, let's do it. And he goes, I'm flying back to Malaysia. I was like, holy smokes. Like, how do we make this happen? Because when I go to China, I know we're about 12 hours difference. So morning is night and night is morning and it never really kind of works out. There's like an hour in between and that's kind of where we're at right now. We're in that between hour where we're both awake and excited to talk. So man, dude, like you're, you're young, you're living, you're, you're having a good time. I want to talk, I want to talk about how you're doing what you're doing. Basically how you got 1.8 million followers to your personal page. Like that's impressive. And how you've built a following over the years and just kind of how you started out and kind of go from there and see what we can find out. Is that cool? Cool. So I, I wanted to start off with like a content strategy and the way I built this following was by being consistent with what I do on Facebook every day. So what I do is once every four months, I will get my videographer uh, to spend three full days with me and we will, I would take um, four 40 videos a day. So we'll complete 120 videos within three days. Um, and we'll always begin with the end in mind. So what we'll do is we'll use tools like BuzzSumo and it's really going into the execution now uh, by looking and analyzing all of the different headlines that has converted well when it comes to video titles. So with that in mind, I've realized that I, I do a whole lot better when I am not prepared for it. And he just gives me the title and I just go. So my videographer, he will come up with 120 different kind of proven titles that's shown to convert well. Um, and you've seen these titles. It's like, this video will make you want to, you know, fill in the blank. So like this video will make you want to start being an entrepreneur, right? So we'll take a look at all these different headlines. We'll rewrite them, begin with the end in mind. And he will give me on the spot. I tend to pref- uh, do a whole lot better when we do that. So 120 di- different videos lined up. And that is when we have this entire repurposing engine starts that starts from the video. So from the video, what happens is we send it for, we have this whole Google shared drive with my team. They send it for transcription. And once it's transcribed, then uh, someone from my team will take a look at the different things that I said in the video. And she will extract the different quotes that she felt was you know, uh, uh, relevant and powerful. And she'll turn that into quote cards. And we use uh, Canva, PicMonkey, that type of tools to, to extract the quotes there. So that way, what we're really doing is from one piece of video, it is being repurposed into all these different platforms. It goes onto Instagram. Um, and then here's, here's, here's the thing that, that I think you're following with love. I believe nobody's really doing this yet. But from the transcription, this is, this is sick. Uh, what happens is they will have a WhatsApp web messenger tool open. Yeah, the WhatsApp, oh, the WhatsApp? Yeah, on WhatsApp, web yeah. messenger on a browser. And what, what's going to happen is they will put the entire transcription in there. If you notice, every single day I have these type of posts with emojis because it looks like it's being posted on my phone when in fact um, they're helping me put in the emojis over there and then saving that as a copy. And that type of post will go up two months later after the video. So those type of posts also goes up once a day when in fact it is repurposed uh, word by word, 
it's a transcription of a video that was posted two months back. And that's how we cover uh, content from a different angle. So rather than just video, mm. it's now image with transcription, with the emojis. And then the call to action would be a link to a YouTube video. And that's how we farm content uh, on all these different platforms. So it goes on Facebook. The images could go to Instagram. Uh, the long form video would be posted on YouTube. And we kind of stagger it a few months off so that it doesn't, the same video doesn't go on the same platform. And mm. what I do is I tend to notice that the videos that work well on Facebook is about 90 seconds to about three minutes each. So for those of you that's thinking, you know, I don't know if I can do this. It sounds like it's a lot of time. Quite frankly, you don't need a lot of time. You need to take three days out every four months, take all the videos, document and just kind of have the entire process systematized, put it all in steps where the only step you do is step number one, which is shoot the videos and then pass it off to your team and tell them implement or die. Implement or die. That sounds like Gary Vaynerchuk right there. <laughs> Innovate or die. Implement or die. Like, no one wants to die. Like, we, we, had, a, we had a guest on the Commerce Kings uh, two weeks ago, and he was talking about when, you know, when the, some sort of battle, they, they pulled the ship up to the sandbar, and the dude, the captain was like, well, we're burning the ship and it's like in this war because they're just like, well, there's no going back. He's like, yeah, either we win or we die. And he's just like, okay, we know what to do. So that's, that's amazing. Like you just like shoot the video, man. So you got a hundred headlines, 120 headlines. You got them from BuzzFeed. want to see what's, what's all cool. Another one that I like is pop URL. If you go to that one, that one's a really good one for like headlines that you can kind of change a little bit to see what's popular for that day. Uh, so you got 120 headlines that gives you four months of content, 120 days. And then you're putting those videos out along with maybe, are you like pre-scheduling those a two months out for the long sales, the long letter? Um, we tend to schedule it like two weeks in advance so that okay. we'll have everything mapped out two weeks in advance. So what's that ske- So who's doing your scheduling? Like how do they organize all that? Like where everything goes and like make that all work. So we have it all systematized in house. We've got this sheet, which is, it follows the whole process flow whereby step number one is shooting the video. Then it goes onto Google drive. Someone will send it to rev.com, have it transcribed. Uh, once it's the transcription is done, they'll take the transcription, upload it back to the shared drive. Once it's on a shared drive, someone will take that copy, save an additional copy that says transcription with emojis. And then uh, someone else would, well, the same person, the writer would extract the different uh, uh, sentences from the transcription, create the quote cards from it, have it sent to my designer. My designer will create the images, upload it back to a shared folder, my social media manager will come in, take these things, piece it all together. So it kind of just follows this flow. So it's, it's really systematic. And I think this is so crucial because many times people, when they think about social media, what they do is they plan it for, for that day. You know, they, they wake up in the morning and think, well, I wonder what, what I should post on Facebook today. When in fact, it's, it's a strategy. You know, you kind of plan everything out, you know, hmm. in advance and have it all snapped out. I love it. This is awesome, man. I'm loving this. So, uh, are you sponsoring those? Do you push a budget to those videos? Okay, so there's, there's a reasoning behind this entire thing, right? So, so the thing that's not quantifiable is the fact that you're getting visibility, you're getting positioning, you're, you're being seen as the authority 
in the marketplace, right? That's the thing that you can't really quantify and look at numbers. But from an ROI standpoint, there's the reasoning for that is because ultimately I'm creating a retargeting list for my Facebook ads. Many times when people are running all these different Facebook ads, they tend to uh, run it based on interest to a whole brand new audience that's cold. But rather than doing that, this additional layer um, allows me to target the people, well, a few different type of audiences. Number one, audiences that has watched at least 75% of my videos. Mm-hmm. So that's a warm audience. Another one would be people that has been, uh, you know, has engaged the post, liked, commented, or shared those different posts. Oh, sweet. So because of that, I would say that's, that strategy was the main thing that gave me that advantage when it comes to, well, promoting, for example, uh, Russell Brunson's uh, Expert Secrets Contest that I came in first for. That was pretty much what I did. Um, the reason why I had this advantage was because I had a huge retargeting list to target to when, I, when, when Russell came up with the offer. That's right. You were first. So what, what did you win for that? When was your first place prize? <laughs> Batman suit? Well, we, 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 we got yeah, a superhero costume. And on top of that, we did a lot of, they, they did a lot of sales for the high ticket uh, back end. They sold like a $5,000 offer and that was, we converted really well in the back end. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's right. Because the yeah, they sold. That's right for the um, they did the fiat event, which the, is the, 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 the two comma club coaching. I think that's yes. what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They changed it. Yeah, that was the back end. So that's really cool. So how would how big is your retargeting list? Would you say from doing it's, all? It's more than two million uh, <laughs> people that have like commented or shared. Um, and if I were to to put in the list of videos if i checked all the videos and people watching more than 75 percent of it um that would be i think more than five mil five mil so can you cool question because i'm not because we don't do much facebook uh on my team we outsource it so do you do can you can you attach to a video that's not sponsored a retargeting list like say hey to this video even if it's not sponsored or does it how's that work um so what, what's the intention? You, you want to put a video up and then, and then what? Who do you want to target? Oh, let's say the people who watch 75%. So if it's just getting organic uh, views, you can still get a retargeting list of those people who watch 75% of it? Oh, for sure. And even oh, if you nice. boost it, you, you'll, you'll always... So one of the things that I do, in fact, just very recently, I did a whole presentation on video, 30 minutes where I presented, did the whole offer stack close thing, and then I retargeted people who watched 75% of that presentation it straight into the checkout, you know, testimonials, that kind of stuff, because ah. those are the people that I knew was, you know, engaged. No, that's a fantastic. So there's so many ways to explore uh, with, with uh, video retargeting because this is, this is, I mean, you think about it for the longest time, marketers have always said the first thing you need to do is to capture somebody's opt-in you know, the first time they come to your page, right? Which is, which is true for, for a really long time. But in the last couple of months, last year, if, if you did that, you'll notice that it's only become more expensive and a lot harder to do. This is an extra layer before they opt in. So mm-hmm. where you're able to give them content first and then retarget them to an opt-in. And that's going to be a whole lot cheaper and a lot more effective. So did you say that you were sponsoring your videos that weren't really doing any call to actions? There's this content. Are you sponsoring those to get reach? Right, right now I don't, but for someone that's starting out, I would absolutely recommend it. So all of my videos that I post out there that has no call to action, uh, that is not advertorial in nature. They're all organic, but 
if somebody's starting out, if you're listening to this call right now and you're thinking about doing it, I would definitely recommend uh, you boosting it 10, you know, 50, $100, just so that number one, if you do not have that audience right now, so that number one can test which videos are doing well. And number two, it's going to give you a lot more motivation when you actually see results. And, but most importantly, when people are engaged with your videos, uh, there's this, this hack that's really powerful right now. Uh, Facebook, if you have a page that's less than 100,000 followers, will actually allow you to invite people who have engaged with your post, like, commented, or shared, into liking your fan page as well. Mm. Now, that's really powerful because a mistake many people make is they run Facebook-like ad campaigns, which is very expensive, yeah. when they're first starting out, right? While that would be recommended if you have the budget after 100,000 followers, do not do that if you're starting out. The reason is because there's a, a, a much more cost-effective way of doing it, which is boost your post. You get more views. You get more visibility. You get more reach. You're, get, you're getting a retargeting list. But when people are engaged with that video, which is going to be a lot cheaper than running like ads, you can download. Um, there's a lot of Google Chrome plugins right now that allows you to automate the whole, you know, invite friend to like your fan page process. Now you might, you might be thinking, I don't know if this is Facebook comp compliant. It 100% is. Um, <laughs> plus, well, and the main reason for that is not because it's, it's, it's not because it's a third party thing that's running over there, but rather it's a Google Chrome extension. So it's as though somebody is manually doing the clicks, but if you're paranoid, you can, you know, go to a click farm or something and get them to, do you know what the extension's called? There's a lot of them. Um, I, there, there's so many. Just, just Google something like uh, Facebook friend invite Chrome extension or something. There's Facebook friend invite. And then how does, it, how does the Chrome extension know if it's somebody who liked, your, liked, a, liked a post or engaged with it? So you know, how it works is that when you go to the video that you posted up, so let's say you have, 76 people that like that video. Yeah. If you click on that 76 people, you know, it's like it pops up to show who the 76 people is right next to those names. You will see invite friend to like Facebook page. Oh, right? that's cool. So, so, so rather than clicking manually, you can actually automate that with the Chrome extension. Ah, gotcha. Okay. And, cool. and that is another strategy that I teach a lot of my students to get them to fan pages to a hundred thousand real quick. But another big payoff to that is when you're able to do that, that is when uh, getting your Facebook page verified becomes a whole lot easier. Mm -hmm. uh, when you're able to do that, when your Facebook page is verified, the odds of you getting your Facebook ad account shut down decreases dramatically. Yeah. So that's a payoff there. We got, we got, we got a fan page of like 300,000 and it's like guns and ammo and they, I'm scared to ask for verification because it's like on that gray line of things that they don't like. I'm like, uh, so we'll see. But, I, but personally, yes, I would, I would totally be down for uh, trying to verify my page at hundred K. That's, I love that. So how, so this is great. Like you're building a brand, you're spending money, you're doing a hundred dollars for the boost. You're getting your videos out there, but somebody's got to pay the bills. So how are yeah. you, how are you making money? With all this. So again, okay, so we got to understand that, number one, this is a long-term play, right? Mm -hmm. This is not something that you're going to see the returns overnight. And the main reason for that is the ultimate reason is, well, there's a couple of reasons, but you're building a retargeting list 
And on top of that, it's for that branding, positioning, and all the things that's intangible, right? Yeah. So let's talk about monetizing that. So goes without saying, you need to have an offer in order to monetize. With that offer, it's going to be a lot more profitable running ads to the people that has engaged with you, either by liking, commenting, or sharing your stuff, or the people that has watched your video more than 75%. Right. So, so what I do is this. Once a while, I would say once a week, I will create a video that is the topic is some sort, it's, it's related to an offer that, that I have. Maybe mm-hmm. it's about marketing. Maybe it's about speaking and presenting online, offline. So what I do is because I know that the people watch 75% or more of that video, that's when I'll run a relevant tripwire or a lead magnet or a webinar uh, to add to these audience because I know that they're interested in that topic and they already know who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. You're right. I love it. So, so think of it uh, that, that way. I mean, most people run an ad to a brand new audience, right? Based on interest, based on the fact that, oh, they follow Tony Robbins or, mm-hmm. or Robert. Let me run an ad to them. Yeah, but you're going to realize it's going to be a lot more expensive. Uh, yeah. Upside to that. Dude, I love this. So basically, we want to do... So I want to I write something on the board here. Let me see if I can get some... Some chalk here real quick. Toss that over. So whoop. So basically what I'm looking at for this, for this board at. Okay, here we go. So basically you got your engagement, right? You got your Facebook page, which is you're getting, you're getting uh, your engagement, right? Likes, comments, stuff like that. And then below there, what that turns into is your retargeting. Yep. Which I love. So I put little arrows, make it look cool. And then from there, so now this is like you got brand awareness. Like these people know exactly who you are. So you got that love, trust, like kind of thing going on. And then here's where you pop your offer at versus what most people do is they try to go around here. They try to actually, you know, go to an audience of people out here, which no one knows who you are and try to sell the offer where you're actually going like here. Yeah, right. Exactly. Now that's huge. And, like, and you like will realize that, that long-term, it becomes a lot cheaper, a lot more effective, mm-hmm. and you don't have to spend a whole lot of time doing it. The only thing that you're, when, when you have to process all, you know, it's a well-oiled machine. You're only taking three days out every four months, shoot all the videos, and your entire content strategy is taken care of for the next four months on all of these platforms. Yeah, no, that's huge. So what? So so you're making money by doing offers and lead magnets. So you got webinars that are running in the back. So what are you what are you putting on your webinars? Like how to make money or how to build a page or? So if you want to funnel hack it, take a look at a website provenpresentations.com. It's an ever webinar teaching people how to present and sell and close both online and offline based on what I do. Is so that yours? It's, uh, what's that? Is that yours? Provenpresentations.com. Yeah. That's your domain. Yeah, that's my domain. So if you go to that domain, you'll see that it is a Ever webinar, uh, automated, evergreen, um, teaches them how to you know present, speak, close on all these different platforms. That's cool. So you're, and, that's, and that's you building them, right? You're building, you're building all the webinars that you have out there. You're building those. You're putting those together. You're presenting, and then you're doing all the follow-up. Are you writing all the copy for those? Are you putting all those together yourself? Um, copy, I tend to do the final edits. I normally want my team to do it first so that they're improving and they'll always come in um, at the end to make it better. Oh, that's cool. So how big is your team? I've got 11 people right now. 11 people. Is that including outsourced agencies or is that? No, that's, that's just the team in-house. 
that's in-house team. And then you have your outsourced agencies that you're, that you develop with. So that's really, I mean, that's a nice size team. So how long, like, dude, how'd you get, you got 1.8 million followers. Like how long did that take? Um, about two years. <laughs> yeah. about two years. Two years. That's amazing. So like, that's, that's what I love about the online world is like, once you get this system figured out, then you can really like hit the rocket boosters, right? Like, it's like, okay, yes. we're getting lights. We're doing the retargeting. That seems to be working. We probably should press the gas on that. And that's what you've done. You've created more offers. People who love you are in this retargeting list of like 5 million people is what you said. Like, that's massive. Are you yeah. using that retargeting audience over like Facebook and YouTube and Instagram as well? Um, yes. So we, we run, it's a different type of ad. I noticed that if we checked all the boxes, um, that's when we'll bleed money. You know, by default, they say, you know, put your ad placements on Instagram and all these partner yeah. networks. I do not do that. Don't do that. Um, that yeah, so that's horrible. Uh, but if we create a separate ad just for uh, these different platforms, then it's a lot more effective. Okay. So usually my ads only run on Facebook. If I create something on Instagram, uh, something that we're doing right now, which is the long form text thing, that's, uh, that's been working really well on in, for Instagram ads. Really? That's interesting. That's really cool. Well, that's, that's huge, man. So you're in Malaysia, you're doing this. Or is, your, is your audience more American or do you think they're more Malaysia or do you think it's more like cross-pollinated? I think it's more in the countries that I do my events in, okay. uh, which is a lot in, well, we've done events in, in more than 20 countries now, um, outside of the U.S. mainly because it takes me 30 hours to fly to the U.S., and the time, the economics of it just makes things a little bit tough. Um, but yeah, I would say it's outside of the U.S. Outside. Okay, well, that's interesting. And that's a great place for people to have because there's nothing much going on there yet. Like no one knows this online world. Like they're just starting to get educated and we're 10 years in. And these people are like, whoa, you can make money online. Like Facebook, cool. Yep, and, and that's where I think um, they're also a lot more hungry for the knowledge as well. Mm -hmm. um, there are some countries where they could have the purchasing power, but they're just not as hungry for knowledge. Oh, so, 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 yeah. So real, so real quick, last question before we go behind the scenes. What, what were you doing before this? What, what, like, what did you do? What was your job? <laughs> My first job um, was as a, uh, I tried to sell credit cards. It's really weird, uh, but <laughs> I lasted on that job for two, two days. Um, officially that was my first job where I actually had to go to these malls and get people to reg to register for a, a credit card. And if they were a successful applicant, I would pay like 20 bucks. Okay. Um, and, and back then I was just so nervous that the fear of rejection was just so high. Um, I couldn't approach anyone and I just, I didn't last. So I, I quit after two days, but <laughs> that was my first job. That's sweet. And then how, what was the, like, what did you do right before you started doing this Facebook following? What were you doing? Um, here's, here's the funny thing. Cause I, I didn't do well in school or college. Um, I didn't do well in college. And, and because of that, I had this huge debt that I pay off with the government of Malaysia. Um, and in Malaysia that, that the starting pay is really bad. My, my first paycheck is for, uh, it's about 350 us dollars. And in Malaysia we get paid uh, per month. So that was my monthly paycheck. Wow. And I actually worked on that job for, for nearly two years uh, because back then my mindset was if I didn't do well in school and get good grades, this is the price I would have to pay for a really long time. So, I, and I think that 
many people, I don't know if that's, the, that's true in the US, but definitely in Asia, you know, like where studies and grades and, you know, that it's like a huge chunk of, of uh, many students' life. Um, that's how we were brought up. So, so that's, that's why I thought it was the end of the world, you know, and I actually worked on that job for nearly two years. Holy smokes. So what, like, where, where, where was the change? Like, what happened? Change was when I created my, well, so back then when I first started out, there was this, I don't know if you've heard of it, there's this pro, e-product online called The Rich Jerk. Have you heard of it? <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Which one? The first one or the second one? First one. The first one ever. And it's like... That's hilarious. You know, I heard like, that same thing. And kept, yeah, he was like, the, the copy was like, you know, dear loser. You know, <laughs> and you're like, yes. It's like, well, I, I have to buy this thing. So I actually bought the product and I took action with it. I created my very first uh, ebook that was on this computer game called World of Warcraft, um, yeah. which is one of the reasons why I nearly failed uh, college. Uh, I played this game for a thousand hours while my housemates were all getting high. Uh, and then I sold it, uh, sold it for seven bucks. Uh, it took me about nine months to make my first sale, but that was one of the most amazing feelings in the world. Um, I still have the, the, the email till today as a reminder to how that was really, a, it was, you know, was a life-changing moment. That first so was, ebook was 2% of your monthly check. <laughs> That's what it was. $7 over three fifty is 2%. Like that first ebook was 2% of your entire month's paycheck. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So you started yeah. selling an ebook. Like how'd you, who'd you sell it to? So what back then it was real simple. Set up a simple sales page, Google AdWords, direct to sales page, no opt-in, no funnel, nothing. If I, so it would be like, by spending $7, I will have to make at least one sale, right? So back then it was easy. It was just boom. And then I just scaled in AdWords. Um, that's how I started out. That's how I, I was able to quit my nine to five, do it full time. Uh, but my first big break was back in 2008, 2007, uh, when I was scaling to all different gaming guides. Um, back then there was this really popular game on Facebook called Farmville. And uh, I, I was the first person to create a gaming guide on Farmville. I call it Farmville Secrets. Uh, Farmville Secrets did over a million dollars in sales under seven months. Um, and that's, that's how it all happened in the gaming market. All right. I got one last question because this is really, I didn't know that story about you. So, but, but in fact, let me just say one thing before the last question. And, and, and this is more for, for all the listeners over here. It's, it's this. Um, I know that when people look at all what I do on Facebook right now, it could be easy to assume that, you know, Pingjin's probably this guy that's comfortable on camera speaking in front of people when, when it's, when it really was not the case for me. And what I wanted to share with you is even during a time when I was selling those eBooks in world of Warcraft and Farmville, I, my limiting belief was I never thought that people would buy or listen to, someone named Ping Jun. I thought to myself, what's because someone's going to buy a product from Ping Jun. So I thought to myself, in order to market online, I had to create this pen name that would resonate with others. So I marketed Farmville, a lot of my gaming guides under Tony Sanders. So Tony Sanders is me. I'm Tony Sanders. And really, then the way I came out of name is I took Tony Robbins, Colonel Sanders, merged them two together. <laughs> <laughs> it was Tony Sanders. So... Uh, so that, that's how I started off. You know, um, I didn't have the confidence. I didn't have all of that. And I realized now looking back in retrospect, it was really just a self-limiting belief that I imposed upon myself. That's amazing. That's a, that's a cool story. All right. So the question was, 
making 300, dude, 350 bucks. So three, you're making 350 bucks a month. I would not assume there'd be much disposable income with that. So how did you, how were you okay spending $7, $10 on Google AdWords and like not make like, you know, Sure. So I think like uh, with, with paid ads, it really comes down to the fact that, you know, when this person really understand paid ads, there's, there's no budget on paid ads, right? As long as you spend a dollar and get back more than a dollar in return, you're just going to continue scaling. So back then I didn't have the money, but by spending $10, I would get like three sales. So I'm just using the income that I'm getting from PayPal, reinvesting back into Google AdWords and that's how I rolled off with and got started with a really limited capital. Huh. So did you have a course? Like, how did you know how to do Google AdWords? Like, that's pretty complex stuff. I, I can't remember the exact course, but back then it was Warrior Forum. There was, uh, no, yeah. wait, no, no, no. It was uh, Chris Carpenter, Google Cash. Google so Cash. One, have you heard of that? It's like, no, I haven't heard of that one. Like, so back then, uh, when when it was like uh, 10 years back, there was this product called Google Cash where the entire thing was just, here's how you set up Google AdWords whereby you bid on this keyword and you send them to this affiliate program and you make money. And it, was, it really was that simple back then. And it kind of worked for about five months before you know they slapped all the campaigns. Uh, but, but yeah, that's how I learned Google AdWords uh, when I first started out. Oh man, dude, we have so much more to talk about. We are going to flip behind the scenes. We're going to go to Commerce Kings behind the scenes right now. Dude, real quick, how do they, how do they follow you? How do they get on some of your webinars? Like how can they kind of get in your retargeting list? All that good jazz. Um, well, you could take a look at provenpresentations.com. In fact, that is a funnel that I just built, uh, launched about two weeks back. Mm-hmm. Uh, take a look at it. That is my latest webinar funnel. If you want to kind of follow me, be on my retargeting list and my mailing list. But alternatively, you want to look at my content strategy, then just follow me on Facebook and you'll see exactly how you'll be able to reverse engineer what I'm doing. You'll see that a post goes out every single day. I've got three other type of uh, posts that goes up with it. Um, so four posts a day, consistently every single day. I love it. I love it. All right, brother. I appreciate it. Did they just type in Peng June to follow you? Like, I mean, you're the, you're the only one that comes in. It's pretty much. Yes. Yeah. Let me give them the right spelling. P E N G J O O N. And it looks like right now you got a, you got, you're on your speak, you got your speaker mic on, on your profile pic. That's you in a suit looking good, looking fancy. Bam. All right. Appreciate it, man. Guys go to commerce Kings. It's going to be commercekings.com forward slash VIP to check out the behind the scenes program with, with Peng here. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Cause I got some questions right here that I'm going to ask. And uh, oh man, it's going to get good. So guys, appreciate you watching. We'll see you on the other side.